0: e-commerce landscape has transformed into a versatile and unique space offering today's companies large and small an opportunity to increase sales and grow their business this podcast offers an exciting opportunity for price Brighter to unite and empower the e-commerce community at large by providing insights in a thoughtful and accessible way all with the aim of providing immense value to brand manufacturers and retailers alike hi this is Anthony Capazzoli and welcome back to the price spider e-commerce connected podcast Today, we're going to be talking about five critical e-commerce blind spots that cost your brand sales. The goal in e-commerce, of course, is to create the best shopping experience you can online for your shoppers so that they obviously can continue to buy your product or convert, whatever you want to call it. Uh, And many of the websites that we see out there from a brand perspective, have a number of different errors on them. The good news is we can help fix them or you can fix them yourself. But the five of them that we see, uh, five of uh, 28 of them, actually, that we see are main paging, dead links, one pathing or D2C only, whichever you want to call it. Talk about uh, why I call it either one. Open dooring and then error codes. So the goal being to create the single best shopping experience that you can presenting options to shoppers, because keep in mind, they can't pick up and feel any of the products in their hands. So you really have to kind of create the experience and let them drive their own path. The goal is for them to actually find and use your buy path. But in order to actually convert, they have to be able to convert and be able to go through the process of converting. A lot of brands, believe it or not, don't do a great job of creating that, uh, that buy path for their shoppers. So the first one I'm going to talk about are error codes. And that is a link from a brand site outward to a retailer that leads shoppers to an error page or an error code. Uh, So you do all this work. You spend all this time and all this money driving shoppers to your website through social media. You're spending money on advertising. Um, Whatever it is you're doing, it's working. You're getting shoppers to your site. Great hit rate, great returns uh, from those from those efforts. But then when they go to that moment of truth and they click on a product page to go to find uh, a dealer, find your product, uh, click on your where to buy, whatever it might be, a link to those retailers, it leads them to an error page for whatever reason. Because the retailers, as they do, they change things around in their site. And if you don't have a way to dynamically keep up, uh, keep up with that or check with it, uh, at least manually, every single day, a couple times a day. These changes uh, can lead to error codes, which would then lead the shopper to continue on a path of their own, perhaps going to a retail site and using keywords, which would, of course, then invite competitors into the mix. When you had them on your site, your strategy worked. Uh, so be sure to keep up and keep clean and make sure that all those links from your site to anywhere else to help shoppers buy a product lead to real pages, pages that are convertible, not to error codes. The other mistake that we see uh, pretty frequently are dead links. Um, What I mean by that is a link to all the retailers, all the great retailers that you work with, but they're not clickable. They're just the logos of the retailers like Walmart, Target, Amazon, REI, whatever it might be. So the shopper can't click from your site out to the retailer that they choose because the link is dead. Uh, Dead links, I mean, go the extra step and create that to be a live link. There's lots of ways to do it. PriceBrighter is a great option to help you fix that challenge. But I want to say that, again, you spend all this time, money, and energy to get shoppers to your site. They want to make that purchase. They want to go to their favorite retailer to do so. They look at the list of retailers that you have, you know, built on your dealer finder page or your where to buy page or your find our products page or your our retailers page. And that link isn't clickable. So again, it frustrates the shopper. It it kind of degrades that shopping experience. They click off of your site. They go to Google or to Amazon to begin their search. And when they do that, they typically would use keywords. Or even if they are using your brand name or product names, a lot of uh, your competitors can bid on those and then steal the sale right at that moment of truth. So it's really important to control the buy path to help shoppers find it and use it Easily and efficiently so the main thing uh, is you know make those links work make those links dynamic and make sure that they don't lead, of course to error number one which is the error codes another one that we see uh, really frequently um, I would probably say this is one of the most frequent errors that I've seen is main paging what that means is you do all this great work you get shoppers to your site when they get to your site, they find the product that they want, that they love, that they need. They can't live without it another another minute. They go to your where to buy page, your dealer finder, your you know find product, or uh, use your our retailer's page again, whatever it might be. They click on the link to go to Amazon, to go to Walmart, to go to Target. And you leave them from your brand page to Amazon's main page not to your product page not to a, a search page with your products in it but to amazon's main page forcing the shopper to then create their shopping experience on their own by using keywords either your product name or your product brand name or your brand name rather and obviously inviting competitors in then you're also kind of double dipping you're burning your AdWords spend budget for the day unnecessarily because you already had them on your site. They already wanted your product. They already clicked off your page to buy your product. And then when they get there, they click on Amazon because they want to complete the purchase. They're a prime member. They want to make it easy peasy for themselves. They get all the way over to Amazon and you lead them to the main page. This is a real challenge because now again, I'm kicking off the sales cycle pretty much on my own with no controls uh, and uh, I broke the buy path. It's no longer a good shopping experience. I might be a little frustrated. You never know. One of the products that pops up in the competitive feed, if through a keyword, has more better ratings and reviews than your product. Not that your products aren't doing great there, but that's another key component. So there's lots of moving parts where e commerce is concerned. So that's just a review error codes going from your site to a brand or to a retailer page that leads to an error page, like a, a no results found page or an error code page. Dead links, meaning the links to those retailers are not clickable main paging going from your site using a live link to one of your awesome retailers taking you or rather taking the shopper to the main page of that retailer not to your product page not to your brand page not to a search page of yours that you built or that you have a string built and inserted into your site you lead them to the main page of the retailer also a problem so i'm going to kind of shift gears and go into the fourth e-commerce blind spot that we found. There's 28 of them, but we're gonna talk about five today. D to C only, or one pathing. I understand the difference, and when you sell direct, you make more money. I get it, the margins are great. However, some shoppers, and I'll use myself as an example, I am set up as a prime shopping, I'm a prime member on Amazon, like most people. So when I go and find a product that I love, at a brand site that I love, I might not wanna take the extra time to set up the buy process, to insert my credit card details, to uh, complete that process. So I want to click over to Amazon using, hopefully, where to buy, dynamic links on your site, or uh, click on the Amazon logo to go from your site to Amazon to make that purchase. This way I can do it with a couple of clicks, I can add the product to the cart, and boom, off I go. I get it in two days. I'm a Prime member. It works great. I love it. Everyone wins. Lots of brands only offer a direct-to-consumer option. I understand the value. I get it, as I mentioned earlier. However, I think you have to weigh the balance. Is it more important to lose the sale or keep the margin? Because if you have or force shoppers to go use the retailers that they know and love and begin their search again using keywords to find your product, you're inviting competitors into the mix. You're potentially not capitalizing on the opportunity that you created for yourself. So again, I think you have to make that decision, but I say offer both. I think it's great to have direct to consumer, but I think you also have to offer shoppers the option to buy your products how they want through retailers that you have built relationships with like like Amazon, like Walmart, like Target, whatever, whatever the mix is. Uh, But you have to give shoppers the option. I think it's a really big deal today. You have to make it easy peasy and convenient. You have to optimize the buy experience, the shopping experience. And I think if you offer both direct to consumer and the option to go to one of your retailers, it's a win-win, let the shopper choose how to buy your product. At the end of the day, it's about them buying your product, not always selling direct. That's so all I'm gonna say. I know this is a uh, kind of a touchy subject and we can go back to it and spend a whole session talking about the differences and the value of direct-to-consumer only, building up the brand, I get all that. But sooner or later, you have to also support your retailers. Okay, moving on. Open door, what do I mean here? Lots of sites, lots of retailers give you the opportunity to put a search term together. And when you click on the link, it leads shoppers from your site to their site, where it drops them into a search results page using the terms that you've included in the description. Awesome, right? You have your brand name in there, your product name in there, whatever it might be. However, the retailer then can return search results. Not maliciously, but just return search results that could include or infuse competitors into that result set. So right at that moment of truth, they did all that hard work, going, getting rather the shopper from wherever they were. Social media, ads, keyword use, lots and lots of great ways to get them there. They get to your site, they find your product, they fall in love with it, they can't live without it. They click on the link to go from your brand site to, I'm just going to stay with Amazon here, to go to Amazon. They get to Amazon and in the search results, you know, let's just say that there's 10 search results. Eight of them are yours. Of course, there'll be way more search results than at Amazon, but I'm just making this math easy. Two of them are competitive products. Good competitive products. Competitive products that are less expensive than yours, have more ratings and more reviews. You essentially did all that hard work and spent all that time and money and effort getting someone from your site. They fell in love with your product. Now they want that product. They leave your site to go to Amazon because, again, they don't want to take the time to use your direct-to-consumer. They get to Amazon through the link that you provide, and in that link, you provide or open the door to competitors in the search page results. They see that other competitive product, better ratings, better reviews, cheaper product. Boom, they buy it. Goodbye sale. Goodbye brand effort. Goodbye marketing effort. Goodbye social media effort. All your best intentions, all your hard work, all your strategy, all your results for nothing. You've just handed a sale to a competitor. So that's why it's about controlling the buy path, lighting up the buy path, making it easy to find, easy to use. And when you do that, it'll lead to good things. It has to be dynamic, of course. And there's lots of other caveats and other components to, uh, Getting rid of these blind spots again. There's 28 of them. We're just talking about five here, but these five are are what I think probably five of the most common that I see. So just to review: error codes, link leads to a page not found, dead links, names or logos, list rather of names and logos or logos not clickable. So links, names or logos not clickable. that's a dead link. Main paging: a link from a site leads to a retailer's main page yuck d to c1 pathing or direct to consumer only that means only offering the shopper a direct to consumer purchase option got to offer them both i think in this day and age um and i'd like to discuss this further i mean please feel free to send some comments or or insights about why i'm wrong but uh, maybe we could have you on the show we could talk about it I, could, I i really want to bet that one out i think that's a big deal and then finally, Open Door. Links to retailer search page results show competitors. So again, the 5R error codes, dead links, main paging, D2C one pathing, and Open Door. I hope this is valuable. It was just me on the show today instead of uh, one of our awesome guests. I'll try to be better next time. I'm available for any questions that you might have. Please feel free to reach out to us at PriceFighter.com. Anytime, you can... Download the show from there or link to it on iTunes, Google Play, all the other great places you find podcasts. Uh, And do please stay in touch with our efforts with the show.